gentlemen, my name is Stanley McLaurence and uh, it's a beautiful time with you once again. We are live on A, on the segment relationship, a romantic relationship with Stanley McLaurence. We say thank you for showing up, thank you for keeping faith with us, thank you for always being part of the program. I hope that other episodes that you've listened to have blessed you in one way or the other. So today is another uh, another day where we discuss on the issues bordering romantic relationships. Generally, issues bordering on how to make our marriages work. Nobody wants the marriage to be there. You know, we all want everything working out for our marriages. So, it is my prayer that as you continue to listen to what we do, our various episodes, that uh, your life, your marriages, your relationships continue to get better and better. So, thank you for always being with us. Thank you for being part of the show. And again, we appreciate uh, the administrators of Regia with you. Thank you so much for what you to doing for humanity. God bless you. God bless you enormously. Okay. All right. So, um, guys and ladies, we're here again. Like I said before, my name is Stanley McLaurence, and then uh, I host a program on Facebook called Sunday Street Talk, and then my spiritual diary. All of these are centered on, you know, a romantic relationship. Uh, my mission is to bring help to every struggling relationship and then add some you know, small ingredients onto the ones that are thriving already. Okay, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we'll go straight to the business of today, alright? So we'll be looking at um, something that happened in the book of Exodus chapter 3. An encounter Moses had with uh, God, Exodus chapter 3 from verse 1 to number number 5, okay, it was a pitiful encounter, an encounter a lot of us would wish to have, you know, for ourselves and, uh, you know, just, uh, let's say pride about it, like, wow, you know, I had this encounter with God and it was awesome, it was amazing, that kind of a thing, so, uh, Moses had this kind of encounter with God. But let's not forget something. Moses was uh, Moses was a personality you know, that generations would keep talking about. Even though he had speech impediment, but then the the triumphant uh, the triumphant works this guy did, performances did God use. The God performed through this young man something generations keep talking about. Now, one day after the service, why after attending to, the, to his uh, his father-in-law's flocks, Moses went further into the bush. Suddenly, he saw something. He saw a bush burning. He saw, he, saw, he saw fire rather in a bush, but the bush was not burning. 
know, you can imagine that if a bush, a bush is on fire, but it wasn't burning. That's a mysterious sight that touched Moses so much, and he began to wonder why is the bush on fire, but it's not burning. That was a miracle God was using to draw his attention. Something beautiful, something catchy to draw his attention to himself. Did God get that attention? Yes, Moses was drawn. So while Moses approached the burning bush, God said something to him. And it is from that part that I want us to take our reflection on this evening. God said to him, he said, Oh God, don't come any closer. Take off your shoes, for where you stand is a holy ground. In marriage and relationships, I found that that people wear various shoes, various shoes of varying degree, varying sizes. For some, some wear the over, oversized kind of shoes in their relationships, while some wear the correct ones. But all of them are filled with dust. God says, said this thing to Moses. He told him, he said, so take off your shoes. There's going to be an encounter between me and you, but then your shoes, it's not just a physical kind of shoes, but it represents something symbolic of an old, or, or, or something that is filled with death is symbolic of something that's uh, that is unworthy of being in my presence now see your marriage as that holy ground or that holy presence of god i wrote sometime on my facebook page and i said marriage is like a holy ground a relationship is like a holy ground now if people see this thing called marriage the the the, the covenant of marriage as holy and sacred I think the rate of divorce will be reduced and then uh, the rate at which people become unfaithful to their spouses will also diminish same also with those in dating relationships too but because people just see marriage as okay contract between me and one woman we just sign this thing and we get, we get off so it doesn't make any meaning again it doesn't make anything there's no debt again in what we do because we only see like okay two people just come together and they sign the papers say one or two lines on the altar wow Laola, they're married and so it's easy for them to wake up one day again and say oh i think we are done with this thing we can't live together again so to your tent to israel go your way i go my way but when people come to see marriage as you know the place of tabernacle when they begin to see this union as a holy ground, a place where covenants are made, I think people begin to take this thing more seriously. So you won't see a young boy just uh, feel like, okay, I like this girl. Let me just take her hand. Let me seek her hand in marriage. And okay, the parent gives her, grants her consent and all that. And then they are married. No. The man will take his time to search properly to just to get the best. The woman will take her time before she says, yes, I do to that man. God told Moses, say, bros, take off your shoes for where you stand is a holy ground. Are there shoes you need to take off in your own relationship? 
before you lead yourself to the altar called marriage, that holy ground? Obviously, they are. Their shoes gold is telling God is God. Their shoes gold has been placing your heart. Ah, see this area. See anger. Work on your anger. You can't bring this thing to the holy ground of marriage. You will kill your wife one day out of anger, out of annoyance. She may say one or two things that will offend you. The next moment you hit her, you strike her, and she falls down. Who knows? She dies from there. Problems erupt. God looks at you. And while you are approaching this thing called marriage, he has been telling your heart, bros, deal with loss. Auntie, deal with lust. Deal with lust. I've seen I've seen marriages where the man was just so good to this woman, you know. But then this woman sexually uh, she she felt you know sexually insatisfied with this man. And that led her to also uh, that led her to go out seeking for sexual satisfaction from other men. So from other men rather uh, 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 leading to a promiscuous living. So no matter what the man did, the woman would always find reason to go out with other men. I'm sure prior to their marriage, there's always been this strike in the heart like, ah, this area lost, this area, this area, this area, check it and work on it. Did she pay attention to those things? No. So in marriage, these things are magnified. These things become very loud. These things become very enormous already. Why in that relationship called marriage? That's how it goes. That is how it works. See, you can't hide this thing. You can't hide this thing. There will always be a point God will tell you. If you develop a good a fellowship with God, if you develop fellowship with God, if you develop intimacy with the Spirit, it will always tell you. It will always tell you. Say, see, look at this area. Check this area. So shoes represents because these are things we wear. Shoes are things we wear on, the, on, on our legs and walk around the world, walk around places and all that. You know, they are symbolic of death. They are symbolic of uh, of unworthy things. So when God told Moses, put off your shoes. He's not telling you now to go remove your shoes and throw them away. No. Symbolically, he's telling you, the man, to begin to look at the areas in your life that will be a threat. Your actions, your attitude, your personality, that part of you, that will be a threat to your marriage and your relationship. not dealt with the area or the part of you that lies and you want to go into the marriage with a woman that does not that, that, that will not even accept lies from you you have problems you have problems or take for example a lady who has not dealt with attitude of stubbornness that part of her that is so stubborn if she has not dealt with it and allow God deal with it for her and she goes into marriage with a man who does not take nonsense that marriage is already in chaos 
and we have a lot of them today. There's so many marriages like that today. So just as God told Moses, he said, put off your shoes, for where you stand is a holy ground. The same way I'm telling you today, as God's mouthpiece, put off those shoes you wear or you're wearing. Those shoes you know will bring error to your marriage. Those attitudes you know that represent the shoes in your life that you know each time you wear them, you, they take you, they walk you down wrong places. Please time you begin to remove them. For that part of it called marriage, that part of life called marriage is a holy ground. Moses did not understand this thing. But when he saw a bush burning, when he saw a bush of fire but not burning, and he heard the voice, nobody told him, Oga, bow down in submission and in adoration. If you understand this principle, you have the best of marriage. You have the best. You have the best out of your marriage. A lot of persons don't understand that taking off the shoes in marriage is so important. Taking off some of these shoes in a relationship is so important. You can't go into a holy ground the same way you were when you were in the world. You can't go into that. You, you will only mess these things up. That's why Jesus was speaking and he said that no man can pour you know, a new wine into an old wine skin. You can pour new wine into an old wine skin to burst. You'll be creating problem. If it doesn't burst, you're making the new wine dirty by the old wine skin that you're pouring the new wine into it. Okay. So this thing is simple. You want the best of marriage. You want the best of your relationship. You want the best of your partner. Then take off your shoes. Take them off. You want the best. You want you want to enjoy your relationship and live happily ever after. Then take off these shoes you know will distract you. These shoes that you know are side distractions. The shoes of, of uh, side chicks. You can't be in a marriage and you're keeping chi- 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 uh, side chicks. You can't be in a relationship with a woman and you have like 10 other women around you whom you propose to get married to plus the one you're currently dating how many are you going to get married to? so you can't be in a relationship also as a lady and you're jumping also from one man to the other you can't be, a, you can't be a, a, in a relationship with a guy and you, there's no control in your tongue as a woman Everything that passes around you, you want to talk about it. That is a problem. Turning you into a gossip. These are shoes you should, you should throw away. Not even remove them away. You throw them away. So before you walk down that aisle, before you walk down the aisle to marriage, you started dealing with these areas of your life. The Bible says, and lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from all evil. The evil that evil also includes these shoes that you need to be put off and burn to ashes.
this may not make sense to you now but please when you go down sit down sit back on this and listen to it again you will understand better why you need to take off those shoes to have a better marriage to have a godly marriage to have the best of marriages i hope someone is getting blessed So to take off your shoes, to take off these shoes, is done in humility. God said, it's not about just taking off the shoes. Why am I taking off the shoes? Because where I am standing is a holy ground. I'm taking off the shoes of gossip because I'm I'm going to stand on on the holy ground of marriage. I'm taking off the shoes of unfaithfulness because I'm entering into the tabernacle, into the the holy ground of marriage. I'm taking off the shoes of side distractions from other women because I'm entering into a covenant with another woman to be with her and to love and cherish her alone for the rest of my life. I'm taking off the shoes of unforgiveness. Because the marriage I'm going into is a holy ground that will not entertain unforgiveness. I'm taking off the shoes of of guilt, guilt feeling, guilt feeling. I'm taking off the shoes of anger. I'm taking off the shoes of licentiousness. taking off the shoes of hatred I'm taking off the shoes of malice I'm taking off the shoes of irresponsibility my dear brothers and sisters these are shoes to be taken off your leg to walk majestically into the covenant called marriage An irresponsible man or woman that has not dealt with this area of her life goes into marriage with any person, you you will just kill that marriage. You will kill the marriage with irresponsibility. So where you are expected to, to be responsible financially, when you are expected to be responsible spiritually, when you are expected to be to be to be responsible in mind and in action. And you're showing responsibility, you will weaken even the, the resolve, the heightened resolve of your partner towards making your marriage work. So you see it. These are areas, these are areas people should work on. Removing the shoes from where you stand is a holy ground. Take off that shoes. Take off those shoes. You know them. You know how they appear in your own life. I've only mentioned a couple of them. But you know those shoes you should take in, take off from your life. You know them already. So many men can stay with one woman. It's a shoe you should take off. So many women can stay with a man. It's a shoe you should, you should take off. So require even if it requires an encounter from God to help you deal with that situation, please cry to Him with all your heart. 
The Bible says in Psalms, it says, I cried to the Lord with all my heart and he heard me. That's trust. When you know that you cry to God over a situation in your life and he hears you, it's trust in the power of the Most High. The Bible says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High does what? Abides under the shadow of, his, of the Almighty. So dwelling in the secret place will help you see these shoes. Some shoes are so hidden, you will not even know. Uh, sometimes you drop them somewhere or to pick it up later on in life. You may not even know. They are dead. They are rusty. They are dusty. You won't even know. But one day something will come up and you remember that you go pick it up again. And, you know, there's something with these old things. Sometimes we don't like to drop off old things, old, old habits. These are shoes that need to be taken off our feet if we would climb or enter into that holy ground of marriage. Marriage is beautiful, seriously. Godly relationship is amazing. But then are you ready to take off the shoes? Are you ready to put them away? Are you ready to burn them? Are you ready to sacrifice them? Are you ready to lay them all down again? So as to walk like royalty. So as to walk with your head up high into the covenant, into that holy ground of marriage. If you understand this thing today, you will not have problems with your marriage relationship or your dating relationship ever in life again. So most times it may not even be our, our partners that is the problem or the, or the cause of you know the situations, the ugly situations we go through in our relationship. Most times, 70% of the time, it is always our fault. If we can work on ourselves, God was speaking to Moses. He wasn't telling the Israelites to take off their shoes. It was Moses directly that had that encounter. He was speaking to Moses directly, telling him, Oh God, if you will walk with me, if you would enjoy this thing, if you know you want to walk on this holy ground with me, you need first of all begin now to take off those shoes. So if you know you want to enjoy this thing called marriage, you want to enjoy your dating relationship, you want to enjoy your courtship, you want to enjoy everything that has to do with preparing you for marriage, first of all, begin to take off those things, you know, that act as impediment. Begin to take off those things that act as distractions. Taking off the shoes. Take off the shoes. Take off the shoes. So it is when those shoes have been taken off from your feet, that is when standing on the holy ground becomes perfect. While you're still wearing those shoes, one day you will sleep and you will fall. One day you will sleep and divorce will come. One day you will sleep and out of anger you will do terrible things to your partner. But if you've taken all those shoes and burnt them without the intention of going back to those lifestyles again, then your marriage becomes whole, sweet, romantic, and full of life. It is my desire for you that as you as you listen to this, you know, you, you you apply the word and 
the world becomes great and perfect in your life. Whether you're an unbeliever, you're, you're a believer, you're listening to the sound of my voice this evening, please go back and check yourself. Check your life. Check the areas of your life you're not doing so well in. Check the areas of your life you're not measuring up to expectation and begin to work on yourself. Most times we demand so much from our partners or know to us that we are the real problems. The moment we start dealing with our with ourselves as the problem we're facing, our partners begin to create there's this there's this energy that creates, you know, uh, that, that forces them rather to make adjustments. But when we've not created that opportunity for them to create adjustments because we have refused to change, then the problem remains. The problem we keep lingering. So let's go back to the drawing board and begin to think about how much we have fallen. Let's think about how much we need God's help for an encounter to assist us in taking off these shoes, these ugly shoes from our feet. So that we walk into our marriages, we walk into our relationships, we walk into this union called uh, called married to bliss, you know, like royalties, like kings that we are, like prophets that we are. This is my wish for you, this is my prayer for you, this is my desire for you, that you prosper even as the soul prospers, that your marriage prospers even as your soul prospers. And I pray all will work out for your good in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to uh, the segment. I hope you got blessed. I hope uh, it was transforming enough for you. We thank God for inspiring this moment and we pray that as you go do the word that you heard to bear fruit, good fruit in your life. Jesus name. Thank you so much uh, for being a part of the show. We hope to have us again next week Monday and I look forward to hearing and seeing you again. Thank you very much and have a lovely evening. God bless you.